Greetings from Kansas. That's right, I'm about two and a half hours outside of Kansas City, Missouri, and I'm traveling through the rolling plains of Kansas. I don't know if they're called plains. The cornfields and the rolling hills of Kansas. I am now passing an exit that I wish I would have got off on because I see that there are some nice looking bathrooms and a Starbucks, but I'm here recording this podcast instead. So first thing to note, my name's Lauren. I'm taking a cross-country road trip and documenting documenting it here on this podcast. We're trying to highlight how you can feel good doing something for yourself, not feel guilty about it, and still find inspiring ways to do good along the way. So that's what this little series is about. This won't be the forever theme of the podcast just because I can't go on a road trip forever. I assume one day I'll have to go back home. My friend will probably not want to stay at my apartment watching my cat for the next year. But until he's done, I'll be out on the open road taking in all the beauty of the United States of America and the not-so-beautiful things. Um, I just, real quick note on the visuals out here. The landscape changes so much from state to state. I know this isn't actually news to any of you. But it's just amazing to me how different just the general uh, natural landscape is every, like, even 50 miles. Uh, In Tennessee, there were a lot of swooping, hilly, mountainous roads, which I mentioned in a previous episode that I get kind of scared of. I'm not really a huge fan of, like, sharp turns on um, steep inclines or down downclines declines declines it's just scary especially when you're like even with a semi truck and you don't know if they're gonna actually sway over and then like smash you into the side of a mountain that scares me also seeing signs like falling rocks or like extreme wind gusts all these types of things they're not fun to see on the road and then I, I find myself plotting um, like escape routes and like what I'll do if like a rock were to fall suddenly or like where I'll swerve off the road if like one of these cars that's on this truck comes like flying off the back. I don't know if y'all do that too, but it's just a, I think it's just like a handy way for me to control my anxiety maybe. I'm not sure. But back to Kansas City. So first things first, Kansas City is actually two separate cities and two different states. It's not one city spanning two states like I had originally thought. And I stayed on the Missouri side of Kansas City. The Kansas, yeah, I stayed in Kansas City, Missouri with a friend. So I spent zero dollars on lodging. I had a beautiful air mattress to sleep on. It was so nice to just have a sweet creature comfort of being indoors especially because those indoor spaces came for me at zero dollars I did realize at dinner last night that I talked too much about money or lack thereof so I'm gonna try to not make that a huge feature of this podcast I know that I'll do my daily updates or weekly however often I produce these just of how much I spend in each state because I think it's important to let readers know that readers (laughs) just so into reading to let um, listeners know that you can go on these trips and not break your bank. Um, so my spending for Kansas City was not that frugal. I spent a little bit more than I would have liked. But that's okay because I enjoyed my experience and you've got to do that on the open road. 
I spent about $60 in gas yesterday and I found this as I was driving I saw these billboards that were like Ozark land bargain a barn of bargains chocolates fudge taffy wind bells calories don't count on the open road all of these really alluring billboards and I was like I've got to go to Ozark land so I decided I'd pull off and finally do a stop that wasn't a gas station or a pee break and I did find myself at a barn of bargains not as many bargains as I would have liked um but I still ended up getting some chocolate covered almonds and some taffy so I'm I'm definitely excited to see if the calories counted or not I'll let you know so I spent about five dollars at the bargain barn and I also got beer because I do want to taste and recommend a beer in each state I got the Boulevard Brewing Easy Sport Rally Ale this is a really crisp and refreshing beer usually I'm like an IPA pale ale kind of girl but this one was a great beer to drink like at the beach or on a hot summer's day. I can definitely see this going down nice and easy um, like at a picnic or maybe at a beach. These would be the ideal places to drink this light and crispy beer. Also, it would probably go down pretty good with BBQ because you don't want to drink something super heavy when you're pounding meat or whatever phrase y'all meat eaters scarfing down the meat, sticking it down your mouth hole however you eat meat you want to drink a crispy beer with it so this beer had notes of tangerine peel and sea salt so again i think that would make this a good beachy beer like i think this sounds like a beer that would be produced in florida so the two beers that i have had on my trip so far do have hints of fruit in them maybe when i go to boulder i'll drink more of a woody beer because it seems like there's a bunch of woods up there or a green beer because they got a lot of plants um yeah so this is my beer recommendation again wish i could have tried a few but because i don't want to pound beers before my long drives i got this and i am pleased so now i have two beers from nashville and four beers from um kansas city that i can bring to my friends in boulder and i'll just share the love of from state to state with the rest of this great country and just get everyone a hip with the beer scene so that was good I spent $11 on my six-pack. Then we went to a BBQ joint. As I told y'all, BBQ is all the rage in Missouri. I don't eat meat, so I wasn't able to experience the meat scene of the BBQ. But I did get fried cauliflower, which was so delicious. Like, cauliflower lately has been made into so many different things. Pizza crust, gnocchi, bread, cauliflower chips, cauliflower dips moment and on the lips never on the hips that's what they say about cauliflower but it usually is just basically it's not really consumed for the flavor but this fried cauliflower was all about the cauliflower it wasn't hidden and turned into flour it was like delicious straight up fried cauliflower with okay y'all i'm sorry the road is pretty bumpy right now um it's just what happens when you're on the rolling fields of kansas but the cauliflower was delicious. It was covered in a sauce. It was like a barbecue sauce, kind of, but it was soaked into the greasy florets. And it was just delicious. I'm pretty sure it, all of the nutritional value, which isn't much, in the cauliflower itself was completely fried out and replaced with oil, but that just made it even better. So 100% would recommend this fried cauliflower. 
I got it at this restaurant called Q39. And it's one of the um, hippest, best BBQ joints in Missouri, so they say. Um, social distanced report, social distancing report. I was within six feet of two people last night because I stayed at their house. But we have all, like, agreed that we've been really safe with social distancing. So, hopefully... We just remain that way. So, two people so far on this trip that I've been within six feet of. I spent $20 at the BBQ joint. So, that uh, I'm already at 80 bucks for you. Oh, 90. 91 bucks. Actually, add that five from the bargain, bargain barn. And I'm at... I'm almost at 100 bucks. So, yesterday was an expensive day. But I'm about to be in Boulder. And I'm going to take it a little easy on the spending but speaking of spending I am getting a few pennies for every episode thanks to our sponsor Anchor FM and we're back great ad we love Anchor FM so back to Kansas City I got to Kansas City in the evening as some of the restaurants and places seem to be kind of shutting down. I went to the grocery store. I imagined myself, is this the grocery store I would shop at? Like, is this where I would buy my hummus? I saw some local kombuchas that I refrained from buying. And then as I was driving around um, trying to find my friend's house, I noticed a few things. I think when you're driving around a new place, whether you're in like a rural area or an urban area, it's kind of uh, easy for you to notice like inherent dangers, at least for women. Um, and for me especially, I always notice like pockets of poverty. This might be something everyone does, but it's always interesting to me and depressing to see how different like the socioeconomic statuses appear to be from just like block to block. I used to live on this street in Orlando that separated like one of the wealthiest neighborhoods from like one of the highest areas of like the highest rates of like meth usage and I like lived on the street that separated the two and it's just crazy how one street can be the divider between like an, a, a quote-unquote safe area of town and then a part of town where there's more drug use and like more violence and crime and it's when you're coming to a place for the first time you're you don't have those familiar landmarks or places that you frequent to like provide comfort and just those homey those little touches of home that that make you feel comforted and fine instead you notice parts that seem this is I don't know why this is so hard for me to describe but you just notice like inequalities and and you wonder like how did this happen like how are these these certain areas of the city seemingly suffering when other areas of the city seem to be thriving and it just kind of sends you down this path in your mind you wonder like when did this person if you see someone who's like homeless you wonder like when did this person move to Kansas City like were they raised here or Nashville or Jacksonville wherever were they raised here um is this like generation after generation has been in this same town or like did they move here with like the hope of like starting a life did they have a life here and then something go wrong and and they found themselves homeless you just end up questioning everything and then you picture yourself also living there 
and creating your own life there, like, I just always wonder, how do people get to where they are? And what would it be like to live here? Like, where would I go to the, like, happy hour? Where would I go to brunch? This sounds, like, so privileged. Like, where would I go on my jobs? Um, What areas of town would I, like, sadly try to avoid? Um, And I think that's, like, one of the cool parts about traveling for those of us who have the privilege and luxury of doing it. But I also end up feeling guilty, like, knowing that here I am, driving around state to state like choosing to camp outside or like choosing to work remotely from this part of the country rather than my nice home in DC so it's kind of like contradictory feelings of like gratitude and then like sadness like wondering how you can help and then knowing that you can't I don't know y'all my mind has been going down some tunnels Just like some of the tunnels I will go through, I assume, when I'm in those mountain regions in the, in Colorado. I'm just trying to change the subject now. Um, but the open road has really allowed me to connect with myself and kind of made me not want to talk to anyone, which isn't like me, but I find that I have like 319 text messages. A lot of them are from Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, and a lot of them are probably spam But a lot of them are also group threads or just messages from friends that I've kind of ignored. So sorry to everyone. It is hard to text like while driving. I'm trying to use Siri, but there's like some issues with my Bluetooth because I'm also listening to all these books. But I don't know. Like I always used to get offended when my friends or slash boyfriend would go on a trip and not like really contact me every single day, which I'm now seeing is like kind of selfish because I don't really want to text anyone or call anyone. And I love everyone, but I just kind of want to, like, enjoy this on my own. Yet, I am sitting here doing this podcast. (sighs) What a weird time to be alive. Okay, I'm going to just give a little shout-out to the book that I just finished. I have so far listened to two books on this journey. I told you all about the first one called um, One to Watch. And the one I just most recently listened to is called Things to Save in a Fire. And it's really good. So good. Um, Again, this is like has a bit of a rom-com feel. Actually a big rom-com feel. But it also features like female empowerment. Again, like the first book. Um, But actually physical strength of one specific woman who is a firefighter and how she like rekindles her relationship with her long lost mother finds love is like the most badass person in the fire department all this stuff it was really good it was about 10 hours of audio that I consumed in two days because these drives are like from eight to nine hours and I would definitely recommend it what I want to know is when you listen to a book rather than read it is your brain still benefiting the same way because It's so much easier for me to listen to a book rather than read it. And I still want to feel proud that I have finished two books. But I don't know if it's something that I can brag about or not because I'm actually just listening. So if you have any information on whether or not I'm becoming smarter by listening to these books or still getting the same benefits as I would from reading, please let me know. You can either message me on Instagram, Twitter, or email me at dogoodfeelgood at gmail.com. I really want to know. My friend Abby is convinced that listening to a book is not the same as reading, so she wants us to call our book club, audio book club. I just don't know how I feel about it. I would read more, but it's not really that easy because I'm, like, constantly driving, and also it just, like, hurts me to look down that much because I have thoracic outlet syndrome, which I'll talk about one day. 
I assume. So I'd recommend that book. Um, I need more book recommendations. So if anyone has any hot hot tips on these audiobooks, please let me know. Okay, well, I've seen a lot of beautiful landscapes. I don't know what I've talked about already because I had to re-record a few of these. Um, I saw some beautiful mountains in Tennessee. I was a little afraid driving on inclines and declines uh, around those, like, swooping mountain roads, especially when beside semi-trucks. I honestly don't know if this is in the first part of the podcast, so I really hope it's not. I'm not going to go into that many details about it now because I don't know if it is. And then the plains are rolling fields of Kansas. Again, not sure what these are called. I realized on this trip that I need to learn a lot more about geography. Um, Especially because I had no idea I was even going to cross through Kentucky or Illinois yesterday. And I did both. So I've got a lot to learn. Not just about how to identify um, natural landscapes. But also just the layout of the country in general and maybe I will on this trip so I decided to bypass Denver and head straight to Boulder just because I'm afraid that the roads might might ice over in this weird cold front we have coming in and I'll be staying with my friend Lindsay who is a registered sex and relationship coach and she'll be featured on the podcast and she's going to give us some awesome insight just on just on that love and relationships and creating boundaries and she's going to actually answer questions so if you guys have questions for Lindsay or things that you want to ask about your own life you can tune in to a live stream we're going to be live streaming this on both of our Facebooks my name is Lauren Cantrell for those of you who don't know her name is Lindsay Aronson and I'll share information about the live stream on social media okay this episode wasn't that funny it was more um kind of just got into the depths of my mind where vocabulary is fraught but um the meaning is there it's been a long two days and I'm three days of driving and I kind of feel like my brain cells are dissolving so maybe after like really settling down in Boulder for a few days I'll be a little more um with it and the podcast will be a little more and entertaining I'm not putting myself down I know this is probably going to be on iTunes number one for adventure podcast storytelling and comedy pretty soon but but I just want you to know it's going to be at least three more episodes before that becomes a reality so on that note I'm going to continue driving to Boulder try to find a new audiobook to listen to and just take in the great states of America one more thing If you haven't registered to vote or requested your absentee or mail-in ballot, don't forget. I did a great job of not bringing up any politics. (laughs) Not any politics or politics on this podcast. So shout out to me for really refraining. One thing I will note, I have found a great increase of proper mask usage as I migrate around the country from Florida towards the West Coast. It seems like Florida is the least likely to wear a mask properly. I even went to a Walmart and found that the pharmacist wasn't wearing a mask. Um, It's just so crazy to me that there are signs on the doors that say mask required. And then I go inside and there's like seven people in a gas station not wearing a mask. Or like the cashier has their mask, you know, the classic around both of your ears but strapped and completely beneath your chin. 
Um, it's just insane to me. But as I travel through the Midwest, it appears people do know how to properly wear the mask. So shout out to y'all. Another thing I've noticed before I go is the insane amount of American flags that are everywhere. And I was trying to think, are flags this prevalent around other countries? And then I kind of realized that they were, but not flags this big. I've seen American flags that look like they're the size of an entire high school. It's insane. Especially in Kansas City. Um, Also, they just really love the Chiefs. Okay, I'm going to go. I hope that this was the uh, best experience of your life and the best 30 minutes of your life. I'm sure it was. And if it was or wasn't, leave a review on iTunes and give us five stars. We haven't gotten a review in over a year and we're freaking desperate. All right. I hope everyone has a great day from wherever you're listening. Happy Labor Day. I hope you have this day off. Ciao. Oh my gosh, I can never say that. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh. All right, peace.